Don't ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. <laughs> well said. Hi, my friends, it's Social Q&A Live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. It is. And then dive into your questions around dating. This matcha is fucking good. Social dynamics, relationships. That's like a shot of a dick. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here, and welcome to the Social Q&A Live audio strip which comes straight from the YouTube live streams, which you guys can check out every, well, I shouldn't say every, most Fridays over on YouTube at The Bowl. You guys got questions on dating, social dynamics, or relationships, anything in the world of human interaction, I got you covered. Now, if you would like to receive a quick sip of social dynamics each and every Friday, well, I got you covered there as well. Every Friday, I hit that Bowl Sip weekly email newsletter, which just goes out to my hardcores, and I include anything in the world of social dynamics that I feel like you guys need to know a little bit more about, a whole bunch of exclusives, insights, things that I'm dealing with in in, in this world, in this world of 10,000 things, cool shit, training, nutrition, uh, music, updates, the resources of wisdom. Y- you don't want to be missing out on this free piece of content. So, bodoja.com, put your email in and you'll receive a confirmation email in your inbox. Hit yes on that. If you haven't received it, just check your spam or your junk folder or promotions in Gmail should be there 3 20 p.m every single friday and of course this episode is brought to you by bulldojo.com where you guys can pick up my ebook the crash course to kick ass day game just get your day game sorted it's a quick action guide to get you out there to act as your reference your guide your mentor it is not meant to be used as an armchair theorizer you are meant to go out there and complete a 30-day challenge in tandem with it and it's just going to help you to progress much further also, by the way, if you do purchase the ebook, make sure you check your inbox within 24 hours afterwards because I pretty much personally message everyone who gets the toolbox with a few extra tips. Next up is the one-on-one Skype coaching. If you want to go a level deeper, this is where we can work on your limiting beliefs, create action plans in your life to get you moving forward, whether it be within dating, physical, mental, purpose, whatever side of the temple you want to angle off of me with, I'm going to be there to help you. Of course, there are the deeper level packages, which is what I refer to as the bowl inside. For my clients that are on the bowl inside, they get access to two things that outsiders don't, which is number one, priority messaging. Within 24 hours, you can message me on WhatsApp and I'm going to respond to you outside of Australian weekends through my private number. Also, priority session booking. So you're not going to be worried about having to book your sessions in and have to wait for like two to four weeks. People on the bowl inside get top priority. So with those two extra perks, you got to be on a package. So all you have to do is hit up boldoja.com. You can see that in the Skype coaching section. There's more details there and we can work out what's going to suit you best. And taking you to the deepest level of all, the Day Game Foundations Boot Camps. This is for those of you that are looking to take control of your lives, to achieve the freedom of choice in your dating life, to be able to see and attract a beautiful woman anywhere you are and know that you have the confidence to handle that interaction from open qualification investment, close, bring the best of your 50 and just really bust through all the things that have been holding you back sexually or socially speaking. As of recording this, we're currently in February right now. There's a couple good months left in Australia. So if you're around the world, if you're in Australia, hit up me up for inquiries within Australia. Otherwise, you got June, July, August, the uh, other side of the world, summer. We're currently scheduling and planning for that. So if you'd like me to come to your city, whether it be in London, New York, uh, potentially Canada, you know, anywhere around Europe or the US, just send me a message at bulldojo.com in the bootcamp section and we can dive a little bit deeper into that and get more information on it. But please, serious inquiries only. 
And please know that I don't just take absolutely anyone. I will grill you. I will vet you to make sure that you are in the right mental place to undertake what goes on in these boot camps. Now, with all that being said, if you guys would like to support this channel, support this podcast and just keep it going, you can donate anything that you wish through the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, just my full name. Or you can also donate directly through the website, which is just bodojo.com. And in the podcast section at the top, there's a donate, which just goes straight through the website as if you were to, you know, get an ebook or guest carb coaching. So you can donate directly through there as well. And anything that you guys do donate is extremely appreciated and just goes back to everything that I do here at The Bowl. So thank you very much to all of you. And with all the formalities out of the way, let's dive straight into this podcast. Social Q&A, baby. Let's go. Yes, welcome. we got Johnny Nguyen already up in here saying, thanks, Adam. Real interested in this pod already. Ha ha. Good to have you here, Johnny. Thanks for your engagement last week. And actually, just spurred off of last week's session, I'm actually really keen to make this more of a class. When I was reviewing last week's session, it was so much more rich, so much more engaging when you guys were actually responding to my questions, treating it like a like a live class in a way. So I think we're going to do a bit of that today. So let's kick it. Oh, we also got Ski up in this chat. How's it going, mate? Yep. <laughs> it goes well. Life is very good. The sun is shining. It has been so cold down here. The ice showers, they're no longer cold showers. They're ice showers now. They're burning the skin there. That's cold. That cold. So I hope your hope your cold shower is going well. But today we've got ourselves a topic on the lifelong partner. Uh, actually submitted as a question from last week's social QA, which I'm just gonna bring up here. But we're gonna talk about this concept of tips of finding the lifelong partner. The guy who asked the question was asking it in response to he's a young guy. And whether pickup, whether cold approach could foster such a relationship. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of red flags in his comments. So I'm going to dive into that. So we'll get to that. Uh, yeah. And well, of course, if you guys are new to social Q&A, please uh, go ahead and hit that thumbs up down below to support the channel, support what's going on. You can, in that little chat box right there, slide in any questions you have around social dynamics, dating, relationships. We'll get that after this preloaded question on finding this uh, lifelong partner. And I'm just getting the, uh, I'm just gonna have to go, just get my old uh, YouTube up in here to get this question. That's how we run. And because today's not a guide, you know, when we do a guide like we did last week on mastering foreplay, mastering orgasm, et cetera, you know, the first hour at least is dedicated to that straight hardcore seminar style what we're doing, but today is going to be far more uh, based on your guys' questions. Now, of course, we've got some stuff to dive into with the preloaded question. That'll give you guys some time to juice up and get your own questions in. So without uh, further ado, let's just hop right into this guy's question. Uh, Fresh to Death is up in here, and I think it's actually his question we're diving in on today. So good to have you here, mate. Uh, Jay Prime. Yo, what's good, Adam? Good to have you here, Jay. Where's your brother? Where's the cure day is at? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're a good man. Oh, oh! What do we got here? We got Saint Louis saying, "Hopefully, not a video on the top ten mail order sites." <laughs> not today, not today. Maybe later. <laughs> Maybe later. Good to have you, Louis. Been a while since I've seen you in the live chat. So, so on last week's social Q and A, I got a question from Fresh to Death saying it was in post at the end of the session. He came back and dropped a comment. Which, by the way, guys, if you don't. If you can't make it live to this sesh, 
which I know because it's like 2.30 a.m. for those of you in Europe. Uh, Europe, it's actually pretty dark. I might actually just bump the light there a little bit. Uh, if you guys have further questions, you can always drop them in the YouTube chat, uh, the YouTube comments afterwards. I always come back and look at that. So Fresh to Death did exactly that. And his question was, I'm wondering if before and after the coronavirus, you were slash are looking for a potential wife in terms of your 10 out of 10. If that is true, what kind of qualities do you look for a woman to settle down for a lifelong relationship? Through day game and pickup, my goal is to find a lifelong partner, but seeing you were doing this for as long as you have been, it makes me worried. Lol, I'm 19. So what's interesting about it is just reading his question. He's got, there's two questions there. I didn't realize there was a part one to that question, which is what kind of qualities do you look for in a woman to settle down with for a lifelong relationship? This, maybe this could be a bit of a longer session, but what I really wanted to tackle today was the second part of his question, which is his concern with whether through pickup, he's going to be able to find this lifelong partner and being worried that because he's a 19 year old guy, which is when I got my shit together, you know, 17 to 19, no dates, no layers, no relationships, but finally through a 30-day challenge at 19, completely turned my life around. And that's how this whole thing began. So I can relate to where he's at in life right now. And he's worried that someone like myself, who's almost 27, uh, there's a lot of things to dive into there. And actually, there's a lot of holes in his question. There's a lot of holes in his thinking, which I want to flesh out of you guys in this class-like session I want you guys engaged. I want you ready to type out some answers and give me some feedback because, because we, need to, we need to rehash this. I was thinking about, oh, well, hang on, hang on, let me pause this because I, I did actually think about this in advance and go, you know what? When I think about all the clients that I've had and followers as well that have reached out to me with those success stories of the, the amazing women they met through whether it was a direct interaction sorry about that guys bit of noise going down the other end uh whether they met that girl diamond in the sky their 10 out of 10 their potential lifelong partner through a direct cold approach i've heard of so many of those stories either from my own clients or my own followers but it's also i would say just if not just as much it's more so that success in the common hours only the OGs would know that that video that I made. It's it's gone back several years now, probably almost four years now on the channel. Success in the common hours. What does that mean? That what often happens for guys that go through cold approach, learning social dynamics, learning how to bring the best of their 50, bring a direct, congruent, authentic, masculine energy to the feminine. What they often find is that it's not through a direct session or a direct actual cold approach that they happen to meet that girl that they end up spending the next two years with, the next five years with, a lot of the times, it's just in the common hours. They were in the coconut oil aisle picking up some coconut oil and they just happened to see a girl. They were in the gym. They just finished their set. They're walking by the drinking fountain and there was that girl. And so they just slide in. And I wanted to mention this off the get and I wanted to give you fresh to death a real story here. By the way, uh, Lookman Rycliffe's up in here saying, oh, hi, Adam. Good to have you here, my friend. I wanted to just rehash, it, this is like a podcast, many, many podcasts ago when we were doing the Bulldojo podcast, which I still am, but it wasn't a live session, it's a, a podcast I just do here on my own. 
And the topic was is like how to set up a long distance relationship. But the context of the story was almost a story that made me cry. Cry out of absolute joy, out of absolute pride in a way that, not pride because he was one of my followers, but pride in that this shit works. That if you actually go out there and you commit to a 10-year mindset, to a lifetime mindset of developing who you are, becoming an excellent human being, then things just go right that the relationships will start to happen. And so and so there was this this you can guys have been following the podcast for a long time will remember this story and uh, I'm not going to mention his name because I remember I didn't mention his name in that podcast but I'm just going to call him X. And so he sent me in this uh, he's a long time follower and I actually met him in person when I was coaching boot camp in Canada last year in Toronto. He came up to me while I was on boot camp and that was an amazing moment. But so I'm going to read you for fresh to death here I'm going to read you a real story about what can actually happen if you actually commit to this process and this journey. That's not one of my own stories. And I think that just makes it so good because it's just one of my followers. So here we go. X said to me, sent me a long email saying, here's the situation. I met a Spanish girl a few months back through Cold Approach. It was just like any other interaction of the time. I see her outside the bar. I casually talk to her. She had to catch an Uber to get home, so I got a quick Instagram handle. I didn't think much of it at the time with how short the interaction was. We went on a few dates together. Up until then, my relationships with girls have been mostly casual or short-term. Slowly, with each date, our connection gets deeper and deeper. Our dates within the first two months were the type you would see couples doing a year into the relationship. We went to concerts, the beach a lot of restaurants together. As we got closer, the sex got better and better too. I think I even heard her whisper, in quotes, I love you, end quotes, after once after an orgasm, but I may have misheard. <laughs> Cheeky. He goes on to say, on one date, we were sitting on a bench talking about life and she asked about love. I didn't have an answer to her because up until that point, I had been pretty jaded about love. I would never forget that conversation as I'll talk about later. We both decided we would go away to a cottage country for the weekend together. This was a turning point for us. Whenever we were together, it was like time and other people ceased to exist. We would randomly start dancing with each other in public or just start singing together. She told me how she had never had anything like this with another guy she had dated on many different levels. Which made me feel validated, too, with all the work I've done on myself in the past couple of years. I won't lie. It felt like we had been together for a while, and I knew things, and I knew that things could go the distance with this girl. Now, it all sounds fine, but it would have been too perfect, and I wouldn't be talking to you about this if that was the case. She broke the news to me that she would move to another country outside of his country to finish her studying program, and it would take anywhere from three to five years. Felt a bit crushed at the same time. But I had a plan. Now, this is when he goes into the long distance stuff. So I'm just going to skip this. Basically, he's telling me that he's trying to work out plans to see her uh, while she's doing her residency training in a different country. So skipping forward, that month leading up to the trip was tough for both of us. We texted constantly, had Skype calls weekly, stayed up to date in each other's lives. We couldn't wait until we saw each other in this new country. 
Mind you, I was still talking to other girls at this point. I actually ran into a girl I dated a year ago, a few days before this new girl left. She wanted to hang out, but I nicely brushed it off. She wanted to hang out. Uh, Every other interaction with other girls just paled in comparison with this girl. I tried to do an approach here and there, trying to convince myself it was just some summer fling, but it wasn't. I was also seeing another girl when we first started dating, whom I ended things with because I wanted to put my time into dating this girl. Then that country came, as in they were going to meet up in this new country. We picked up right where we left off. We went on wine tours, explored the city, and then the sex. Oh my God, the sex is out of this world. We already had great sex before she left. Sex when you have a deep connection with a girl is truly incredible. But it wasn't just about the sex with her. I actually told her I loved her one morning when we woke up. This took a lot for me to say because I never really said it to any other girl I've been with before. I don't even say it to my parents. This took me back to our prior conversation about how jaded I was about love. I've changed a lot since then. I knew it meant I knew I meant it when I said it to her. I've realized that I've let myself become the most vulnerable with this girl in a non-needy way. I felt the most matured, yet the most exposed I've ever been. I felt that I never needed to put on a mask when I was with her. She checks all the boxes for me. Her values strongly align with me. She has strong family ties, similar views on money and sex, passionate yet open-minded, and most importantly, a growth mindset. Yeah. It's just so good. Uh, On our last night together, we talked about all this, about envisioning a future together. Going on more trips, ideas on marriage, we even, in brackets, half, in brackets, joked about having kids together. We told each other we love each other once again, and it just felt so right. I've never been so clear about how I felt about someone until now, yet I've also never been so scared at the same time. We said it will take a lot of work, but we're willing to do it. Money or time isn't a problem, as we're both willing to put that into traveling and meeting each other halfway. But the harsh reality of having needs also came up. We're both very practical people who aren't clingy and know that there will be other people coming in and out of our our lives. That there will be opportunities to have something physical with these people. But what we have is something else. So we talked about possibly keeping it open too. I've also entertained the thought of moving to X country for a few years if a good opportunity arises. We haven't really decided on anything because this is uncharted territory for both of us. We'd like to think we're both very mature about this and can make it work, but I'm in my 30s now. This is a big risk for me, yet I'm willing to take it. I'm seeing her again early next year when I make another X trip to that country, then plan to go on to another trip with her to Asia later in the year. I also know what would happen if we ended things. I know I'd be fine. I can meet other girls again, but this feels like something worth pursuing. I don't know if you get to reading all this, but I love your outside perspective on it. And yes, of course, we did an entire podcast on it. So how about that? How about that fresh to death? How about that Mr. 19-year-old who's uh, a little bit concerned whether actually putting time, investment into who you are as a being and using the uh, whetstone such as cold approach to develop who you are could manifest such a relationship and that's not even my story i haven't even got into my stories like that that's that's a legitimate follower of someone who's been following my content for a long time who i actually met in person when i was coaching in uh, like i said before coaching boot camp 
uh, day one boot camp in Canada. Amazing. I think maybe it was day two actually, but because I remember it was during infield filming. And uh, and so that's just an inspirational story. It's so inspirational. And one of the highlights I wanted to mention about that, because it was a longer story, listen, like the depth, the depth of connection this guy has with this girl. They're willing, they're both of them, willing to uproot their lives to be with each other and to make these long-term plans. But I just want to bring you back, all of you guys listening, and especially the guy who asked the question initially, fresh to death. I want you to just remember how that interaction began. Now that you've just heard that intense story, that extremely romantic and just everything you could think of, you would, you would have watched that movie, right? You, am I right? You would have watched that as a movie. I would have seen that as a movie. That's how inspirational that shit is. And this is how it all began. I met this girl a few months back through Cold Approach. It was just like any other interaction at the time. I see her outside the bar. I casually talked to her. She had to get an Uber. So I got the quick Instagram handle. Didn't think much of it. And then the day twos, the day threes, and everything builds on. But it all began at, I see a girl. I see this woman I'm attracted to. I got to go do something about it. I got to do something about it. And I'm, I'm slightly going into a different tangent here of uh, attacking, not attacking, but defending why cold approach and learning social dynamics and learning to go out there and to approach a random human being is so important. That's actually not for this podcast. So I was about to go into that, but I'm not. I'm not going to go into that. So I wanted to hit that story to kick this off for fresh to death. Now we're going to move back to his question. And this is where I want your guys' engagement. This is why I want you guys ready because this is where class, well, class has already begun. But this is where I'm going to ask you guys some questions. And we're going to just hit back here on his message. This is what he said to me. When we're gonna, what's interesting about actually that that uh, that inspirational story I just read you guys was that it did tackle the first part of his question when he was like, um, "What kind of qualities do you look for in a woman to settle down for?" Well, my man pretty much just listed them all out. We can rehash them later on, but I think if you're paying attention, you would have heard them about being uh, the things to do, being open minded, and uh, etc. Maturity. So let's get to his the actual part of the question that's more relevant though. Through day is what he says. Through day game and pickup, my goal is to find a lifelong partner. But seeing you were doing for this for as long as you have been, it makes me worried. Lol, I'm 19. So, my friends, all of you in the live chat right now, where's he gone wrong in his thinking? What's the big red flag there? I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put it there for you again. I want you to drop your responses in this chat box. When he says through day game and pickup. My goal is to find a lifelong partner. You can forget about the rest of it. We'll get to the rest of it as as well, but just that one bit. When I hear a 19-year-old say, my goal through pickup is to find, and day game is to find a lifelong partner. What's the red flag about that? Why is that such a dangerous mentality? Why is that going to cause an intense cycle of pain? For this guy, if he continues to take that mentality, I want you to drop your responses in this chat box. I want you to answer this. Class is in session. Do not be sitting there like a shrimp. Do not be in shrimp mode. All right. If you're watching this live stream, we're here to work. We're here to learn. And just for those of you that are maybe struggling, like, hmm, what? It sounds all right, doesn't it? It sounds all right. What? Well, how's that any different to your follower, Adam? That you read out the inspirational. Uh, you you read out the inspirational story. There's a huge difference. 
there's a huge difference if you weren't paying keen attention to. Now, we're getting some answers up for this chat, so let's get it. Here we go. We got our... We got... There's some other stuff I'll read before this, but I just want to stay hot on this. We got some answers to this question from... What's interesting is that Johnny Nuet has actually almost almost answered the question without even before I even asked the question. Fresh to Death said, sparks a lot of thought. Johnny Nguyen came saying, at Fresh to Death, the goal is self-improvement. You got years, bro. Johnny's on the money there. This is what I'm getting at here. Good, Johnny. Good. You're tapped in. But then Kevin Wu comes in with the absolute fire saying, attachment to the outcome. He put a question mark on the end of it, so I really should say that as attachment to the outcome. No question mark needed. You're like ski last week. No question mark needed. You're bang on, Kevin. Which is that he's focused and his criteria for success is on the wrong thing. It is on who he's getting and not who he's becoming. Let me hear that again. Let me hit you for again if that didn't sink in. He says to me, through a day game and pickup, my goal is to find a lifelong partner. But seeing you were doing this for as long as you have been, it makes me worried. Lol, I'm 19. What's he focused on? Who he's getting or who he's becoming? Now, going back to the inspirational story to really make this very clear cut as to why this is so different, worlds apart, which is when, in my man's message, and the woman had voiced to him, here, here we go. She told me how she had never been she told me how she had ne- had, there we go. She had told me how she had never had anything like this with any other guy she's dated on many different levels. Which made me feel validated too with all the work I've done on myself in the past couple of years. There's your key. Fresh to death, there's the key. And this is the key to all of it. This is what it's all about. This is what it's all about, which is that, and there's several other key points that come out through the rest of his message, which is that not only was my man here, X, seeing other women when he was prior to meeting this absolute diamond in the sky, so he was already learning about himself in relation to others, but he'd already been on this journey for two years. It's not like he had just rocked out onto the streets of, I probably shouldn't say the country, but it's not like he just rocked out one night saying, well, hey, I'm just going to do some pickups on day game and try to find my lifelong partner. His mind was never focused on lifelong partner. His mind was always focused on myself, improve myself, work on myself. And this is the, the whole core concept here. Uh, just saying uh, Infinite Paradox came with an answer as well, saying expectations set. Yes, expectations set. That's absolutely, that's setting up his criteria for success. Uh Johnny Nguyen came in also saying long-term goals for short-term expectations. You guys are on the money here. Very good. Very good. Good to see you guys coming in with some uh, very, uh, very keen, very keenly tuned in. This is what I like. This is very exciting to me. Uh, Fresh to Death says saying retweet. I'm not sure what that means because we're not on Twitter. I don't use Twitter. Uh, Luckman comes in saying he's making something external influence his journey. Yeah, that's the, the word right there. While all of the rest of you were correct, uh, Lukman has come in with the word I was looking for. The word of external, which is, I want to I just for, to hammer this lesson for him because he might be thinking, well, 
Well, now, actually, that's why I want to give that story of one of my followers who had that success story because that paints it better than any analogy could. Like, that's a real story that I've just given you and how someone who really focused on his own internal development, becoming an excellent human being, becoming a man, becoming a direct congruent authentic man, a direct congruent authentic man, was able to use the skill set of cold approach without making cold approach his life Cold approach is not his life. He gave me some further context in some more emails that he's very well set up in his career. He's uh, very well developed in physically as well, mentally operating on high levels. So is she. And so when two excellent beings came together, it was just so happened that the modality in which they met was through this thing called pick up cold approach. But for any of you that know my system or my clock face of 12 to 12, 12 o'clock on the journey of social dynamics, you're an absolute beginner, you're unconsciously incompetent. You don't know what the hell you don't know. You don't even know that you suck. That's 12 o'clock. Down to 3 o'clock. Consciously uh, incompetent, where now you know that you suck. Moving down to 6 p.m., in which is that now we're becoming consciously competent, we kind of know what we're doing. And then 9 to 12, that unconscious competence. That bit right there, unconscious, inc- unconscious competence, where you're just so good at what you do, you know what you do, you don't have to think about it. It's no longer pickup at that point. It's no longer day game. And that's why I'm getting so uh, animated and passionate for this guy right here, because that's the second part of his message where he says, when he said through day game and pickup, my goal is to find a lifelong partner. Okay, we've handled that now. We've completely quashed that. But part two, actually, I'll, there's a few more things we'll flesh out with that. But with part two, when he says, but seeing you were doing this for as long as you have been, it makes me worried. I haven't been doing pickup and day game for nearly as long as you think I have. From when I first began learning about this, from end of 16, 17, to if I had to ballpark when my skill set became unconscious, where I finally got 12 to 12 on the clock face, full circle, right? maybe 21, 22. So I had been doing it for the first two years. I was completely fucking up, 17 to 19. It wasn't until 19 that I completely re resurrected and completely repaired and got back on the right path but from that point to it was probably about two years more and then full circle now i'm 26 now almost 27 now for the last so what do you say for the last seven years you haven't been doing day game or pickup no i've just been meeting women i haven't not been meeting women in the last seven years but i haven't also been doing day game or pickup what do I mean by that? My friends, what do I mean by that? Fresh to death, if you're still in this chat, what do I mean by that? He's so worried about having to spend so many years and spending the rest of his life in day game, in pickup, to, in order to meet this lifelong partner. But what am I speaking to when I say that on the clock face, that there's a certain something that happens along the journey? What's that certain something? What's the certain something that happens along the journey in which that it no longer becomes or is no longer day game or pickup and becomes what I said before, I'm just meeting women. What happens there? What happens in someone's journey? It happens in in fucking in uh, X's journey, in X's story here, that inspirational story. He realized that moment for himself of what I'm talking about, which is why that, why was it that when when X said here, I met this girl and it was just like any other interaction at the time. I saw her outside the bar, casually talked to her, 
right? She had to catch the Uber, so I got a quick Instagram handle. Didn't think of much of the time. It was a short interaction. Why is that no longer pick up or cold approach? You know? Or why was that the turning point in his story? You know, he probably did think of it. He probably was still in cold approach pickup mode prior to that. But why was that one interaction now the signaling of full circle? Why was that full circle? I want some answers to that. I'm just going to go into, I'm just going to go back into, go up the chat here and just address some of you in the chat. Uh, look, man, I saw your preloaded question when we get to social Q&A. Don't worry, I'll, uh, I'll get to that. By the way, guys, uh, if you would like to donate to the Super Chat when we get to social Q&A, when I get to your questions, we do like just free ball, just open mat. You can donate to the channel and that just gets your question bumped to the top. Uh, Mason Spitera is up in here saying, Greetings! Greetings! Good to see you, Mason. Good to have you. If you've got any questions, uh, Mason, and, uh, and you think I've skipped over them, don't let me skip over them. Don't let me fuck you over again. <laughs> uh, okay, moving down here. Johnny Nguyen saying, amazing story. Definitely could relate despite being younger. Kevin Wood, this man, this, this story inspires me. It's inspirational, absolutely inspirational. Okay, so a lot of you had nailed the first question I'd given you. I've given you time to answer the second question now. So let me just move down here. Uh, Luckman says this puts a smile on my face. Hell yeah, look. Uh, moving down here. Ski came in. Ski was the next one saying, <clears throat> you're going to have to become your best self to attract your dream woman with a question mark. So I guess I could say it with a question mark. You're going to have to become your best self to attract your dream woman? There's a question mark over that. This is done through facing the mirror in brackets, people slash women. That was in response to the initial question of why why making day game and pick up his is is how he's going to meet his lifelong partner. And that's the that's the focus. That's what Ski was addressing there. And again, bang on. You guys are really switched on, correct? You're going to have to become an excellent human being to attract that dream wood, for sure. Well done, uh, well done, Ski, on that one. Um, Fresh to Death says, unconscious competence. Inf- so I guess this is, guys, your answers to my second question here. Yes, you're correct, Fresh to Death, which is that the reason why Adam's journey from 17 to 21 was pickup, was day game, was going 12 to 9, but... The last, but from 21, 22 to 26, 27 is no longer day game pickup. It's because I've entered unconscious competence. Absolutely. You're correct. Very good on that. Uh, Infinite Paradox comes in, and but that's kind of just labeling what it is. I want to see if any of you come in with a little bit more deeper, deeper responses to that as to what happens within someone. You're definitely correct though. You're definitely correct that what happened to me and what happened to... Uh, X up in that inspirational story was definitely a signaling of unconscious competence for sure. But I want I want to flesh it out a bit more for you because it's that's a little too that's that's the heading that's the heading you know. So Kevin uh, Infinite Paradox says a lifestyle. Mm, mm. Yes, Infinite a lifestyle for sure. This reminds me of uh, running an advanced social dynamics boot camp. Shout out to S if he's listening to this in which that I, I took him through an exercise on day three, in which that we just went shopping. We just went shopping. What? How could that be a part of boot camp? So we're down in Melbourne, and I think I've told this before, but like ages ago, but it's relevant to right now. But this is really good for fresh to death. So 
we had just done essentially what was two boot camps prior to this, two regular advanced social dynamics is like two two boot camps in one plus an extra day at the end. So it's day, there's a day session on day one and there's a night session on night one. And then we repeat that day session, day two, night session, day two. So it's essentially four, it's four sessions. But on day three, all I tell my client is, oh, we're just going to have lunch and we're going to do a review. We're going to go down to... We're going to go down the river. We're going to find a restaurant. We're going to do a whole review of the entire weekend. However, I missed a Miyagi in them with this, which is, uh, I say, meet me at H&M. I say, meet me at H&M before we go down. We'll catch the tram down. This is in Melbourne. And so we meet him at H&M. And then from the moment we meet up, I say, hey, man, I just got to pick up some clothes. You know, I just got to pick up, uh, pick up a few bits and pieces at H&M, and then we'll head down to lunch. I've got my laptop with me so we can do our review and shit. But, you know, we'll, just, we'll go through H&M, and, you know, it's really cool. So it's a really awesome building in there. So the moment we start walking towards H&M, beautiful German girl walks by. I got to do something about it. I got to do something about it. I'm not coaching right now. I'm not, I haven't got the microphones in. I'm, I'm not trying to analyze someone's skill set right now. We just had two days of that. I'm not in coach mode. I'm in Adam mode. I'm in real life mode. You know what I'm saying? So I see a beautiful German girl walk by. I'm not going to slide on that. Something's got to be done about it. I have no other choice. So I go by, I stop her, have a great interaction, connect details, all right, see for the day two, short interaction, because I'll get back to my mate, I'm not going to instant date, so live it up, we'll get, it, we'll get a day two later on. Beautiful, go back to my mate, uh, back, back, to my, back to my client, I'm like, all right, let's get back to H&M. So keep walking by, uh, I think there was another girl on the way to H&M, met another girl, that was a good interaction, keep moving on, get into H&M, there's a whole bunch of girls in H&M that I met, probably two or three different girls in H&M, that's great. Uh, Move out of H and M. If a couple, or just on the way down, walking down to the restaurant, met another couple of girls. In the time, in the fifteen-minute time span between me meeting him at H and M, going into H and M, then getting down to the actual thing we were supposed to be doing, which is our entire bootcamp recap. Right, I've been meeting girls organically, just meeting women that I'm attracted to, and this was the lesson. This was the lesson. We sit down. We get into this restaurant. Ah, oh, what's the fucking name of it? Starts with an E. It's not Eros. That's the one in Adelaide. Anyways, it's on the river. It's a balcony. It looks over the river. It's beautiful. It's a great place. And I really think it's called Eros. I don't, I don't think it is. That's the one in Adelaide. Uh, anyways, we sit down. And I say to him, so it's a beautiful Sunday. It's a beautiful day out. Or maybe it was a Monday. No, no, it was Sunday. It was Sunday. You know, it's like lunchtime. There's tons of beautiful girls out. And I just say, ask him. Did you not see a single beautiful girl on the way down here? And he goes, oh, well, I guess I did. I guess I did. Am I? Because I, I didn't see you approach anyone, right? I just want to make sure. You didn't, you didn't meet any girls while I was meeting other girls, right? He's like, no, no. Am I? So why not? So why not? And he goes, oh, I guess... I guess I, guess I wasn't in that mode. I guess, I guess I wasn't in day game mode. And I'm like, fair enough. And this is the lesson of day three. Full circle. This is an advanced social dynamics bootcamp. I don't have time to do this with guys on regular bootcamp. But on advanced social dynamics bootcamp, we get three days of this. It's like, this is the future, my friend. What I just did with you is the future. Did you see me do any warm-ups? He's like, uh, no, I didn't, didn't see you do any warm-ups. Right? Did, did you see me review or break down any of my interactions? No, I, I didn't see. You didn't have any audio recorders on you. 
And I sure as hell didn't see you going into your journal after either, writing notes about every interaction to break down later. Uh, so what was I doing? I was like, was I really doing day game? Was I really doing pickup, cold approach? It's like, well, I guess not. I guess not. You, you, and he's like drawing blanks. So like, well, then what is it then? What was I doing then? It's like, scratching his head. He's like, let me fill you in. I was just meeting women. There is a point in the journey at which that the training is done. The skill set is built. And this is the threshold that must be crossed. This is the raft that must be let go of. The raft that must be let go of is this idea that you are perpetually going to be this guy doing pickup or day game or night game. There has to be a moment in your journey fresh to death where it's no longer seen as this conscious, orchestrated quite frankly, extremely nerdy thing that we call as cold approach pickup and then becomes an organic and natural expression of who you are as a person, as a masculine being, that you see an attractive woman and that you don't bitch out, you don't be an absolute shrimp, you walk over there and you go and say hi. You do as old men have been doing since the beginning of time, going over to an attractive woman and saying hi. It's how you, it's, I'm pretty sure it's how your parents met and I'm pretty sure it's how their parents met and I'm pretty sure they didn't know cold approach either. This, this is where most, listen, do as you will. Other coaches out there, do as you will. But it's why I've never resonated with any other coach for the most part. Which is that this last final piece is always left out. It's what leads guys like to this guy. And I don't blame him. Like I know we're riding hard on fresh to death in this. Because, wait, listen, it is what it is. We've got to course correct him. But he's just one example. Here's one example of the plethora of guys who get into this that think that, 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 that don't have that future play. They don't have the envision of that inspirational re- story that I read out at the beginning of this podcast of one of my followers who just happened to see a girl outside a bar. She looks pretty cute. I got to go say, hey, goes up, didn't think much of it. And then all of a sudden becomes his lifelong partner envisioned becomes the girl that's just the absolute next level. They're talking about kids together. They're traveling across the world together. They're uprooting their lives together because they're just that much of a connection. If you don't envision that moment, that crossing of the river, that letting go of the raft, in which that, I'm not doing pickup anymore. I'm not doing night game anymore. He's out at night. I'm not doing that anymore. I literally just saw a woman and I went over there. Okay, that is the full circle. That is, as you did say correctly, the unconscious competence. It is unconscious competence. And to Infinite Paradox, it is the lifestyle at that point. Absolutely. So Kevin Wu came with a few more answers here saying, full circle, dropping attachment to the pickup title. (laughs) Yes, Kev. Before I even went on this rant, Kevin already dropped that answer. So fuck yeah, Kev's Kev's, uh, Kev's up in this. Kev's up in this. He knows what's going on here. Uh, fresh to death coming in saying, so once the skill is mastered, there is no work to be put in, uh, in brackets, like paradox says in brackets, it becomes a lifestyle. You're halfway there with that. There's still work. There's still work to be put in, which is that you still have to leave your bedroom. You, you can't just, uh, put in six months, 12 months on learning cold approach and then just think girls will then come to you. Right. There's actually a lot more work to be, actually, I'm just realizing the charge is not on the laptop. Hang on. We started off too hot, too hot, too hot up in here. So 
There's actually a lot more work to come, which is uh, this idea of becoming an excellent human being. But I think what you mean is that there's no more work to be put in on the actual skill set itself, which you are correct. There is a point at which uh, for a handful of my clients, I've given them the final seal of approval, the final tick. For most of them, it's been in-person clients. For a couple of them, it's been Skype clients. There's one guy in Perth I'm thinking of right now. Shout out to Conrad. Uh, I gave him the tick of approval in which I said, you're done. You don't need to do any more sessions. There's no more day game for you. If you, are to, if you were to continue to treat meeting women as an orchestrated exercise of day game or pickup, that would only hurt you now. Now, for all of the absolute beginners out there, fresh to death, you're young, you're new, okay? For all the rest of you out there who are 12 to 3 on the journey, you're unconsciously incompetent. If you're anywhere between 12 to 9, you still have to perceive this as day game and pickup and night game and being extremely uh, proactive about what lessons you're learning and how much volume you're getting in and reflecting on your experiences, X, Y, and Z, etc. That's all very important shit because you're not there yet. So I can understand. And that's why I'm not, this is not a personal attack on you fresh to death. I've actually given you my heart right here. I'm giving you all the wisdom that I've accrued over the last fucking t- almost 10 years and this especially from this guy's story a real story here to put you in the right direction so it, here's what it means for you here's what it means for you is that to your question of being worried about always having to be in day game or pick up for the rest of your life now f- forget that it's not it's not the case it's, it shouldn't be the case if it is the case you've gone off the path which is the case for a lot of people isn't that interesting so there's that, but also to your, what was the other part there? Ah, to the first thing we had discussed at the beginning of this uh, Q&A, the first question I'd asked you guys to tap in with answers, which is the, you being focused on who you're getting and not who you're becoming. We didn't, I didn't quite finish, fully finish that and fully drive that home, which is, it's not today's article in the bowl sip, my free weekly email newsletter, just sign up at bowldojo.com. I don't think it's this article because I chose a different article. I chose, uh, I've got two in the bank. But there's an article coming out, I think it'll be next week's or the week after, be called, called An Excellent Human Being. And that fresh to death as a young 19-year-old to rewire and to recourse correct your mindset around trying to just exact, and that's right, that's right. Who was it? Was it, was it Kevin? What, which one of you used the word external? Which one of you used the word external? Was it Infinite Paradox? I'm gonna, it's going to derail me here. One of you used the word external and it lit me up because this is, the, this is the thing, my friend. It's the internal versus the external as to what you're defining as to the criteria for success of your journey. It's the, are you choosing a cup that can be filled or are you choosing a cup that will never be filled? If you decide to walk through your journey of through day game and pickup and social dynamics, that I'm just looking for that one person. I'm looking for that one girl. I'm looking for my wife. I'm looking for that 10 out of 10. That cup will never be filled. There will always be the next best girl. There will always be, even for this guy, even for this guy, this extremely inspirational story, you wouldn't even think that he could have found a better woman for him. But that possibility always exists. That possibility always exists. So if you're always determining your journey based on the person outside yourself, well, then you're never going to be fulfilled. You're never going to be happy. It's never going to be. But if you can turn that internally now, Direct that motivation internally now and go up on, well, 
what if I was to focus all of my efforts on building the bridge, on building who I am? And this is that analogy. I said to you guys before, I left it off. I left it off, but I'll wrap it up with this before we get into Q&A here. <clears throat> like your questions, you guys can start to drop. And I see there's one super chat there from Ray, so that'll come first. Thank you, Ray. I see that. We'll get it in a sec. It's the 10-minute versus the 10-year uh, mindset, that mentality, and it just comes down to jump in the river. You know, I mentioned this in a, in a video. You know, I mentioned this a lot in a lot of podcasts. For you, fresh to death, this is what I want you to focus on. You've got this 100-foot wide river. You've got a river that's 100 feet wide. With your current mentality, you're trying to jump that shit. You're saying, ah, give me, let me get a run-up, and I try and jump that shit. You'll forever be trying to jump that shit because you will forever be landing in the water. You will never be able to cross that river with a mentality that is short-term based on the external. But if you were to take a guy, just a lad, hey, let's take this guy, let's take my follower here, X. You take X, who goes, I don't know, who goes uh, just a couple feet up the river, right? Just a couple feet up from you, you can see him. And he decides, I'm going to build a bridge. It's going to be slow as shit. Just one plank at a time, one bolt at a time, one little raft at a time. Just plank by plank by plank, day after day after day. And you could only do that if you had the sort of patience that was rooted in, this is going to take me 10 years. And that was derived from an inspirational place of, I'm working on me. Working on me. Because no one goes out with the inspiration of, I'm working on me, and then tactically executes with a 10-year mindset if they're thinking about, well, who am I going to get? No, it's just like they don't work. They cancel each other out. In order to be working on yourself, you have to be in a long-term mindset. Because that's not going to change in a day. You're not going to see yourself improve in a day. What did he say? Two years. He said he'd be working on himself for the past two years before he met this girl. Right? And that's like consciously, actively. So he's building a bridge. And so he's guaranteed to get to the other side of the river. For him, he got to the other side of the fucking river. That's what's so good about that. Like I can talk about my stories to the, to the cows come home. I can talk about my first moment of, of realizing that uh, coming full circle but like for a lot of you you've already heard that and to be honest it's more inspirational for me that it's someone who learned from me that was able to do that for himself that's probably more inspirational to you guys because it's like well maybe adam's an anomaly maybe adam just shit happened right for adam maybe it was adam was just lucky but what about this guy who lives in a different continent different country completely different story completely different journey in life much older than me as well so you can throw that young shit out of here. You can throw that, oh, because Adam was just young at the time and he was able to get it through that, had that young energy. But this guy's older. This guy was 30 at the time. So he might be 31 now. So you can throw that out. But anyways, all I'm painting up here is that you've got two choices fresh to death. You can either get to work on that bridge or you can perpetually be saying, let me jump that shit. That's the difference between a 10-year and a 10-minute mindset and that your goals have to align with it. Because no one building a bridge in that analogy, is also simultaneously going to have the goal of, uh, well, I'm also, uh, I'm also validating myself based on the person outside myself. It doesn't make sense. You would give up. Hey, this is too slow. This is too slow. I need that. I need that, that, that thrill. I need that rush, which is what happens when you uh, try to get this shit done quickly, which is why you always try and jump it. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's what I wanted to flesh out before. I knew there was something I had left off, but uh, hopefully that sorts you out, my friend. Hopefully that sorts you out. Day game and pickup, cold approach, social dynamics, the skill set. 
is something for those who need to learn it, <clears throat> that should be done with absolute, absolute enthusiasm, excellence, excellence of reflection, excellence of tactical execution for a brief period of time. There's uh if you're spending if on your own, if you go through your own journey, going out five days of the week for an entire year, and you still haven't come full circle, right? Then that's when you need to see a coach. And it doesn't have to be me. You go see whoever you trust. I don't care if it's not me, right? But that's you're gonna be pretty hard case at that point. If you go out five days of the year, every single uh for an entire year and you still don't come full circle and you've been watching maybe that social Q&A that I did on how to go out solo in the day or night that's really all you need to know and you still can't come full circle then you're probably somewhere between a three to a five on the scale or zero to ten ten being absolute natural zero being hardcore of high cases so of course there's a scale here but for the average guy for the average guy five and a somewhere around five and if you're above as well, it's even more generous. A year is more than enough to learn cold approach skill set. Right? If you do it earnestly, you do it correctly. If you're five and above, absolutely. And especially with the resources available today. It took oh, Imagine if I had these resources when I first came up. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so anyways, that's that. That's that. We're going to dive. That's, we're done with that. We're going to dive into... Uh, Social Q&A. I, mean, I always say we're going to dive into Social Q&A, but this is Social Q&A. Like the, this question is not just me coming in here and saying, hey guys, let's talk about this today. No, this is actually someone's question. So, but what I mean is for those of you in this live chat right now, if you have any questions, dating, social dynamics, relationships, anything in the world of human interaction, just drop them in the chat box. And uh, if you haven't already, please hit that thumbs up down below. Really appreciate it. Just supports the channel. Uh, as you can see, racing has dropped that first super chat and that gets his question bumped to the top so if there aren't any other super chats below that which just go to supporting the channel i'll then go back up and just see if there's any questions i missed which i know there's at least one from luck so so that's how we roll got about 40 minutes here 11 30 let's do it so ray let's go let's go that was a great, that was, an, that was a fiery rant. And I really appreciate your guys' engagement. It makes it so much richer, so much deeper. All right, let's go. Let's do this. Ray Singh came in with a $5 New Zealand super chat. Ah, arigato, arigato. Domo, domo, Ray. So grateful. Thoughts on Melbourne being, in quotes, burned for day game, in quotes. Apparently... Women are alarmed and being spammed, approached by pickup artists in Melbourne Central. <coughs> Great question. Great question, Ray. <clears throat> Don't worry, guys. It's not Corona. It's just that when I go on rants, when you go on rants, you get a lot of phlegm built up, built up in the back of the throat. <laughs> so, Ray, what you are describing... <clears throat> For those of that don't know what Melb Central is, it's basically the hub, the hub of consumerist shopping in Melbourne. It sounds so dirty. Uh, it's basically where all the girls go to shop. Okay, it's a uh, there's, there's food courts in there, there's train stations in there, there's supermarkets in there. It's ridiculous levels, ridiculous volumes of people. If you were looking to go meet an attractive woman. 
there would be a hot spot there. And we have discussed Melbourne Central before. Because uh, often in my bootcamp stories, I'll talk about Melbourne Central. And I often talk about it, how I avoid Melbourne Central on bootcamp for the most part. Because of exactly what Ray is talking about. So, Ray, Ray, let's just dive into your question here. Thoughts on Melbourne being burned for day game? So there's two parts of your question here. There's thoughts on Melbourne being burned for day game. I'll separate. I'll pass that out. Remember, with Super Chats, guys, I'm going to dive to the absolute depths because this guy's donated his actual hard-earned dollars to support this channel. So I'm going to give this the, I'm going to give this absolute light. And then there's part two to his question, which is women are alarmed about being spammed approached by pickup artists in Melbourne Central. Okay, I'll tackle... We'll go in reverse here, Ray, because... I don't want to go... I want to get this the right way. Oh, hold up. Uh, Ray said he dropped a link to an article. Ray, there's no link in the chat. So, Ray, do you have me on Instagram? If you have me on Instagram, just send that... Send that link to that article because I'll read it. I'll read it out here live for you. Um, uh, just on Instagram, at Tang one <laughs> Uh, just send me that article link because I don't think YouTube allows you to drop links in the chat because it hasn't popped up. But I would love to. I'd love to get that out. I'd love to get that out. If not, if you don't have me on Instagram, just send it to my email at well, my email Adam at boldojo.com. Just send me an email. Send it to me in an email uh, because that article would be most most useful for your answering your question. It'd be good. You could, you could just read out here as well. Um, anyways, so we don't get too derailed here. <clears throat> so we don't get too derailed here. Let's just, I'll just keep going on with this question. And then if it pops up, it pops up, whatever. But okay. So to him saying, apparently women are being alarmed, are alarmed about being spanned approached by pickup artists in Melbourne Central. This is not new, right? This is not new. Back when I was 2015, 2016, <clears throat> when I first started doing a lot of work in Melbourne, there were already, I'm not sure if there were news articles on it. Maybe there was actually, but I know there was a large forum. I know that there was a large forum of girls who were complaining about getting approached in Melbourne Central. I remember reading it. I remember seeing the Facebook link to it and uh, there was a forum about it. And what it was to the effect of was like, all these Asian guys approaching girls in Melbourne Central. Because <laughs> I guess you could say the predominant type of guy going out doing cold approach in Melbourne is typically Asian of some kind. I would say it's like at least 60%, 70%. So this is not new what you're talking about here. However, right, as time goes on, that was in 2015, 2016 when I saw that article or that forum. It's definitely gotten worse. It's definitely gotten worse in terms of the oversaturation and when I, why I say worse is because, but didn't, weren't you just telling Fresh to death that he needs to go out and work on his skill set and, and it's every, everyone should be learning the, the ability to do what in that inspirational story X did? Yeah, yeah. If they're doing it right, if they're doing it with sound minds and sound tactical, tactical execution, respectably, and that are doing it in a way that actually leaves women feeling better, that aren't doing it in a slimy, uh, borderline offensive, borderline. What's the word? What's the word? Uh, there's there's another word for it. Uh, I can't remember. I can't think of it. But basically, to the point where they are actually causing a nuisance, 
where they are actually infringing on someone's ability to enjoy their time out in this mall. If you are doing that, then it's not a good thing. Then it is getting worse. And that's what I meant by, Ray, when I said that over the last five, six years, it's been getting worse. Because, But it's a natural byproduct that as more and more guys find out about this thing where you could go up to a random woman and attempt to, in their, in their minds, pick them, pick them up, not focused on what they're actually supposed to be doing, which is improving their skill set, their 50, intent, eye contact, vocal projection, body language, and vibe, and overall transforming who they are through this process. Forget about that. They're just trying to go out and pick, pick up women and get laid. Those guys with that mindset, right? as more and more guys go out there, and, it's, and when I say more and more, we're not talking about thousands. We're talking about a very small amount of people. But because it's such a highlighted, nuanced behavior, it makes it appear like there's a lot more people doing it. And it only takes one bad egg. It only takes a few bad, bad, a couple bad instances, and then all of a sudden, everyone's on red light alert. As more and more guys go out with that mentality, then it's only natural that there will be more and more guys not doing it right, that are doing it, as I said before, not being respectful, uh, doing it in an annoying, nuance-based, uh, nu- nuisance-based way, in a way that's just not leaving the girl feeling right. You know, this is what's really interesting, which is, I'm waiting to make a video on this about the BBC documentary Seduction Game about how it completely blew up in Europe and basically you don't want to be doing cold approach in Europe at the moment, of course, COVID, but pre-COVID because the perception is changing over there a lot around day games specifically because of this one documentary that just took the absolute scum of guys that teach dating, right? Uh, what, what, What was their channel? Attraction something? forgot what it was but anyways they and uh and and they took the absolute worst guys and they made a whole documentary about it and painted cold approach in the worst possible light and so now the general population the general perception around it and it led to a whole bunch of people's channels getting banned i was really lucky that my channel didn't get banned but anyways all i'm talking about here is that for the guys that do meeting women in the day right the women actually thank you they actually if not, thank you verbally. They try and hug you. They try, they're so enlightened by it. They, so, they love it. They absolutely love it. There's the amount of times in the last nine to 10 years that as a result of me going up to a woman in the day that it ended badly, right? I Never once was it as a result of my skill set. I've always done it in a respectable way. And if a girl was not down, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Have a great day. Right, that's it. Never try and push past that. Never try and block someone's way. Never try and uh, badmouth her about it, or you know, just call and, and do pressurize her. No, never like that. It's always like, hey, if you don't want a bar of this, it's totally cool. I move on. But that's like when girls are in really, really bad moods, or girls are just not having it. But that's few and far between. When you actually do it right and you get it right, it's like girls love it. That's the most beautiful thing about it because it's direct. But this is, that's a key word, right? Because you're doing it direct. But if you're not doing it direct, if you're doing it indirectly or sub, sub direct, where it's not you're being a bit slimy about it, and uh, and you're just not reading that she's not interested in you, and you just stay there, and now you're actually annoying her, well then of course that's going to get inflamed. That's going to create a very inflamed situation, and it's going to create a bad vibe. And so as to my larger point here, as you start to get more and more guys who don't know what they're doing, can't do it well can't be direct, can't be congruent, can't be authentic about it, then it ruins it for everyone else. Absolutely. And it only takes a few of them. It only takes a few of them, and the girl, it only takes, that's what happened in Europe. 
It only, it only took one really bad egg group of eggs that completely fucked it up for everyone else in Europe and for a lot of people around the world as well. And, and so then the perception, public perception changes, and then they think that anyone coming up in the middle of the day uh, is going to be this uh, slimy pickup guy who just wants to get laid and is just use, manipulating women as just objects, right? And that's the public perception. So there's, you, there's no getting around that. That's just what happens as more people adopt it and they aren't willing to get the necessary or aren't willing to get the unnecessary is the right word. They're not willing to get the necessary coaching to steer them in the right way. You know, they're willing to get some coaching, but they're getting coaching from guys that, quite frankly, should not be coaching, and some of them got put in jail. Uh, one of them in particular, Ahmad, whatever his name was, got put in jail for two years because of uh, some videos he had put on girls he was harassing through pickup. And he was running a company. So, uh, so that that's... the. To, there's two parts to his question there. Now I just want to see if uh, Ray actually dropped me the link. Did you, did you DM me? I got no DMs here. I got no DMs. Nothing's been slid. Nothing's been slid. Let me refresh. No, and he's not dropped in the chat. So forget it. We won't read that article. It's not important. It's not that important anyway. So now moving back to the larger question. That's why I want to start out with Ray. Moving back to the larger part of your question: Is Melbourne burned now for day game? Yes, if you don't know it. If you, if you don't have the skill set, yes. But not to the same extent as Europe is, as especially in places like Germany, uh, Amsterdam. Germany, Amsterdam, and there was, a, there was the other country that was really focused around, that got absolutely destroyed by, uh, because of that documentary. Ah, uh, Germany, Amsterdam, basically that area around there. The public perception of day game over there, blown up. Ah, London as well. London, London part of it as well. London's a bit different though because it's such a big city. And I'm going to get to a nuance in a second, so don't freak out. I'll explain the nuance of what I said, which is that is Melbourne uh, burned for day game because of all of these uh, pickup artists in Melbourne Central and because they're old. And that's the other thing. Why do? That's how you know that they're rookie. That's how you know they don't know what they're doing. That they spend all their time in Melbourne Central, right? Why do they spend all the time in the Is it just because there's a lot of girls there? Yes, that's part of it. But it's also because it's easier to stop a girl who's moving slowly. So they aren't willing to go out onto busy streets where it's not nearly as uh, clustered, where it's not nearly as uh, slower pace, right? They want, it, they want it a little bit easier. So of course they go to the easiest ground with the highest volume. That's going to create problems. That's going to create issues. Why do you think I stopped doing public day game sessions known as the bowl sessions? When I got 20 guys who came up to one session and we all went out and met girls in one afternoon, it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea because of public perception. Absolutely. So there's a, there's a bunch of factors going in there, right? But back to it of is Melbourne burned for day game? When I said that, yes, it is burned for day game, unless you know what you're doing. If you know what you're doing, you'll never have an issue. Why is this? Because you know what you're doing. Because the woman will actually enjoy the experience. You will ne- if you know what you're doing, and you can come up direct, you're like, excuse me, miss, I just saw you walking by. I was with my mate. And I had to say, I think you look beautiful. My name is. No one can get angry at that. You're not hiding anything. right? If she doesn't want a bar of it, and she's like, oh, no, thanks. Good. She's out. But she wasn't bothered. She was never bothered. You never tried to take her... 
do any force her against her will to do anything. You never tried to manipulate her. You literally just said, I saw you. I thought you were beautiful. I had to come say hi. That's it. You only progress from that point. But then for the most part, you know, that's only, that's, it's a very aggressive response in the day if a girl just goes, no, and just walks off. And those are typically girls that have been burned before. That's how you know. But for the most part, for the most part, a girl's going to be lit up by that. Even if she has got a fiance, got a boyfriend, she's going to be like, that's so nice. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. They thank, that's what I said before. They thank you because you were direct, because you just had no bullshit about you. And that's what was so bad about that documentary because they chose guys that were the scum of the scum, right? They didn't show me on bootcamp coaching one of my clients with girls that are absolutely loving it, that are absolutely enjoying every single interaction. No, they chose the worst guys. So that burns public perception. And, and by the way, they could have chosen a whole host of other co- companies, not just me, a whole host of other companies that do, that do it well. Uh, the Natural Lifestyles, if you're in Australia, The Natural Lifestyles, James Marshall, they're, they're a company that's doing it right, right. They're no bullshit as well. Anyone who does direct and in an empathetic way that cares for the person in front of them, it's good shit. So uh, back in the day when Sasha was doing it, back in the day when Yad was doing it, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking. You guys know what I'm talking about. Tom Torero, you know what I'm talking about. Guys that actually are uh, respectable people, not trying to manipulate their way to sex. So, so just to wrap up this point for you, Ray, and we'll move on to your other questions here. It's burned if you don't know what you're doing, because if you know what you're doing, you're leaving humans off of a better experience. It's this is just the case. You're just leaving humans off with a better experience. Uh, They're better off for it. You gave them love. You gave them joy. You gave them your peace. And that whether, because you were so detached from needing it to work out, you didn't, let's say the girl didn't want a bar of it, or let's say the girl was just, uh, she's like, oh, thank you so much, but now I really have a boyfriend. I've got to get going. And you're totally okay with that because you're like, hey, that's fine. I wish you a great day anyway. And you leave her on a high note. If you can't do that, well, that's not what most guys do, though. That's not what these guys, these pickup artists in Melbourne Central do. They go, they they try and make her feel bad about it, right? Or they just get pouty. They get they get yeah, yeah, yeah they, they they get like no, they just walk away like this. They, they just walk off and go, bah. you know, just go the huff and puff style, right? And now, of course, that's going to leave a girl on a bad note. It's going to leave a sour taste in her mouth because they were just out there for the get. They were out there for the external. They're out there because they want to get validated. And when this girl wasn't giving it to them, then fuck it, they get upset. So, so he, it's this is like the case of what it's always been, though, right? Which is that there's a version at night for this, which is that pickup lines, pickup lines used to work in a club. Right? There was a time where you could go up to a girl and say, uh, "Excuse me, excuse me, this did it hurt?" What? What do you mean? What do you mean to her when you fell from the sky? You're an angel, right? right? That shit actually at one stage used to work for the guys that genuinely could say it with a cheeky smile, with some powerful masculine energy behind it. You know, you see this girl, you see this girl with her friends up in the club, and and you put us like this and listen. Excuse me, says, hang on, her. She's like, what? What? Did it hurt? What do you mean did it hurt, right? <laughs> when you fell from the sky, right? There was a, with the people, if you went up with that, with true masculine energy, and you're really just having fun of it, that goes down. That works. 
She gets it. Having a bit of fun here. But it's, and so for a small percentage of guys, pickup lines never stopped working. But when the rest of the larger mass took a hold of them and took hold of the wrong thing, which is not the line itself. It is the energy being infused into the line, the direct energy behind it, which clearly communicates that I'm attracted to you. I want to come say something. This is just a funny way of going about it, right? They miss all of that and they go into, well, just the words. It's just the words. So forget about... Forget about the fun-loving energy. Not the fun-loving energy. Not a bit direct masculine energy. No, just give me the words that will give me the sex. And that's that's their mindset. And so then you get all these guys going to clubs that saw or heard about one guy doing that angel line. And they go, well, they go, okay, okay. So see if it's 10. See if it's 10. And excuse me, miss. She's like, uh, yeah, what do you want? Well, did it hurt? To, to, to what her, uh, um, when you, when you fell, sky, when, when you fell from sky, next, next place, and so then he goes home, butt hurt, writes up on the forms. These pickup lines don't fucking work, right? And then just start crying and crying, and then all of a sudden you get more people crying and crying because they tried it and it didn't work because they missed the the most important thing. The most important thing, which is the masculine and feminine energy dynamic between the two and the conveyance of that energy. So pickup lines never stopped working. It was that people who didn't work with it. They didn't use it correctly. Same thing here. So are pickup lines burned? Yes, if you don't know how to use them. If you go, Listen, Ray, if you and I went out tonight, so the clubs are open, and I said to you, listen, for fun... Fuck it. You're, you're not allowed to open a girl without a corny pickup line. All right? What's another? Let's take let's a different one. Let's go with... Uh, uh, <laughs> excuse me, miss. Is it, is, it, is it just me? Is it hot in here? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Is it? Uh, because you're making me sweat. <laughs> just terrible. <laughs> terrible. But if said right, if said with that energy... Eye contact deep into her eyes, deeply centered, deeply grounded vocal projection, body at ease with the vibe and everything along with it. And most importantly, your mindset was, I'm an attractive dude. I see this attractive woman. I want to see if we can spark something here. Then telling a woman that she's making you sweat because you feel like it's a bit hot in here, that's going to go down. As long as she's in a good vibe, of course. As long as her 50s there, of course. That's the new ones, of course. Right? But so pickups line, pickup lines never stop working. It's that people that didn't understand what was actually going on underneath them. They took it and then burned it. So they think it's burned. Same thing for your day game question here. Day game and cold approach will never, ever stop working for people who do it correctly. If I go out, if I go out onto the street today, if I went into Melbourne Central today and say it's not COVID, I saw a girl I really liked and I went up there, balls direct, congruent and authentic, just being real about it. It's never not going to go well. It's never not going to go well. You might run into more girls that are a little bit on guard and go, oh, shit, are you one of these guys? But the moment you give them that real energy, that real truth about, hey, this is just really what it is. I'm not trying to sell you nothing. I'm not trying to manipulate you nothing. I'm just a guy and I want to see if there was something cool between us. Okay? And if you're not down for it, that's totally fine. I move on. Right? It's never going to be burnt for that guy. 
but it is 100% burnt for the guys that have no idea what they're doing, that are going to be doing it in a less than respectable, less than integral, less than authentic way. It's burnt. It's burnt uh, for them for sure. Because this is what I mean. You could have gotten away for the last five... Well, from the year 2000 to, let's say, to 2015, 2000 to 2015, you could have a really shitty skill set. You could be really terrible, really unauthentic, really disrespectful, and you, you wouldn't have caused that much attention. There wasn't that many of those guys. But now it's re- reached a critical mass in which that if you get enough guys doing it poorly, then of course public perception is going to get burnt. It's going to, it's going to change. So I know we went, we went deep on that. Uh, that's the super chat. That's what we do with the super chats. Uh, and yeah, I didn't get that DM. So, anyways, Ray, that must mean you're not in the chat anymore. But thank you very much for your super chat. And now I'm going to move up to these other questions. Got about 17 minutes here, my friends. So if you've got any other questions, you can uh, either donate to the super chat to get a bump to the top. Otherwise, I'm going back to the top to answer the questions before before Ray's. And uh, by the way, if you guys are enjoying this content, go ahead and drop a thumbs up down below. By the way, I just want to say this. I was supposed to say this at the beginning of this session, which is that uh, for the free weekly MR newsletter, the bowl sip, I've been keeping you guys up to date on the album of guided meditations, eternal energy. And I told you guys last week that I dropped this, the free secret gift is going to be that fourth track, unlocking your sexual flow. So the, the, the sneak peek for today was going to be that there's finally a release date on this album. It will be coming out next Friday. So if you are not signed up to the bowl sip, you will not receive that track for free. And there's also a second gift I'm giving you guys. I'm not going to mention that though. Like I'm just, that's just going to be a surprise. You have to wait to see what that is. But, uh, but that's going to be released next Friday. It's pretty much done. I've got a few more pieces to do. I've got some uh, promos to do, but that album Guided Meditations I've been working on for two months will be coming out next Friday. So I was supposed to mention it at the beginning, but hey, we're here now. So uh, that's very exciting shit. So I'm going back up to the top of this chat to see if there's any questions. I know Luck dropped a question. Here's the first question. Here we go. So Luckman Rackliffe said, I've recently learned that all people generally are truly seeking for is attention and clout. And to some extent, it makes me sick to the stomach. In brackets, too much. In brackets. But I understand it's human nature. So I don't want to detach myself from the social networks of life, but come to terms with something like this. Thanks, Adam. Mm, it's good luck. It's good. It's good. It's good because in today's Bolsip article, conveniently enough, I actually discuss this. I actually discuss... Uh, I discussed the mechanism of how to deal with this, about this, con- this, this paradox of, of having to deal with the machine and the, all, well, all, the boss, all the positives of the machine. Because the positives you're talking about here, what you're talking about here is that you want to disconnect from the machine, the machine of social media and the machine of uh, 21st century life, but to avoid this negativity. And that, yeah, part of human nature you're talking about here, it's a very well-written out question here. Let's not go too fast over this. You know, that he's saying that all people are generally truly seeking for is attention and clout. And uh, I think generally is a is a key word there because I wouldn't describe that as all people. I think it definitely depends on the type of people you're dealing with. 
Like the people I keep in my close circle don't fit that description. You know, we, we all have a certain part of it. Like that's an inherent nature of having an ego is that the ego needs to be heard. The ego needs to be acknowledged. So it's always going to be there to some degree. But to what degree, to what percentage is what you can filter? And that's what I'll be saying to you, Luck. Is that you're saying that you don't want to dis- detach yourself from social networks of life to have just because it seems like, uh, well, for the... For the 21st century homo sapien who's perusing the aisles of coconut oil or trying to find his coconut oil, it's not very practical to disconnect from social media altogether. You can. You can go to the temple. The temple's there. But even then, it's, is that the life you want to live? And for a lot of people, the answer to that is no. And so if the answer to that is no and you want to remain connected to the machine, what's the best way in operating within the machine? Well, to me, it's finding the best parts. If you want to operate within the machine, find the best parts within the machine, aka the people you keep closest to, the people you actually interact with. On my social media recently, in fact, how about this? How about this? This morning, this morning, someone got upset at my Instagram post yesterday. I posted an Instagram post yesterday about adversity ends when you die. And the larger point, you can go watch on my Instagram, it's the latest post. And it was a conversation I had with one of my clients around who was, we were talking about easy life versus difficult life and how he was searching for comfort and searching for ease. And I was giving him the straight dope. I was talking to him about basically that life is adversity, right? And that if you don't like that, if you don't like the nature of life, then you can check out. It's your decision. And I say this in the video, you can check out. Like a lot of people do. A lot of people check out from life because... They don't, like, they don't like that they're constantly being challenged and tested. Their internal fiber is constantly being challenged and tested and they can't just take it fucking easy, right? And then so a lot of people definitely check out because of that. That's, a, that's just true. Now, the point about that post was that, and the final thing I said in that video at least, was, but I would not recommend walking around life searching for easy right? and wishing that things were easy and wishing that adversity wasn't there because life itself is adversity. So the larger point of that post, my friend, was that life is adversity. Don't look for easy things. Look for difficult things. And I actually wrote quite a bit. I wrote a bit in the caption saying, speaking of a client who's complaining about difficulties of life, wishing everything was easier, I told him it's a losing game and a loser's mentality to be in the constant search for easy. Life is adversity. Why not accept that nature and ride along with it? As long as you're breathing, you can't escape the beautiful cycle of challenge and growth. Nothing good comes from easy. No one of strength came from easy. We only grow in the face of adversity. And it's a privilege to go to that battle each and every single day, knowing that your lessons will be learnt, knowing that your lessons learnt will be your greatest gift to others. So that's the post. I think we can all agree that the main point of that post is about striving for strength, overcoming difficulty, and not searching for easy. Yeah, seems pretty straightforward. I think I did a pretty good job. Tell me if I'm wrong. So this guy comments, and actually, uh, shout out to Leron Fogel. He came with a great comment saying, I always appreciate your captions with stories. Good to read something with weight and makes you think and improve by action. So he got it. Now, luck, this is where it's going to tie into your question. He gets it. He got that this story was about taking action and improving yourself. This guy comments on my post saying, and his username is OKNAR underscore 20, and he hasn't even got a profile picture. So that's some context. He says this, telling someone they can, in quotes, check out, end quotes, if they don't like life, 
because that's what, in quotes, some other people do, end quotes, doesn't seem like the best advice slash context surrounding suicide for anyone. I do hope none of your clients are suicidal or on the verge. Terrible advice, life coach hey, with a question mark. So I responded, I usually, I usually don't respond. I usually don't respond to anyone who's not offering something reflective, positive, or supportive. I just don't give him my time. But he could have genuinely just been confused. Like this was like a borderline one where I was like, he's not, he just seems confused because he seems to have completely missed the point about the post. He's taken something really out of context here, not to the point of what I was saying. So I'm like, all right, I'll reply to this. And I said, at OK, nah, underscore 20. You've missed the larger point of what's being said here as it has nothing to do with suicide. You also don't have the insight of the entire session slash relationship with my client, so I understand your confusion, and I wish you the best in life. Prayer sign. Okay. <laughs> he just responded to me here. Do you read the final responses. His final response, and I haven't even read these yet. He just literally responded to this while we're doing this session, saying, okay, nah, says to me, probably should be mindful of how this can be perceived to those who don't have a, in quotes, session slash relationship, in quotes, with after all you're posting it with no context did you read the caption because it's a bit of context in the caption anyways uh he goes on to say wouldn't want to lead anyone down the path of confusion the words you have used with everything to do with suicide and don't need a in quotes larger point okay he goes on to say i'm curious what qualifications do you have to be doing this sort of education or coaching it seems very amateur to be going about it this way and being okay with creating confusion, especially this kind of detrimental approach on a topic such as suicide. <laughs> so again, I did my... So here, luck, to your point, to, to your question here, the parts in the machine. For the life of this guy, based on, or girl, whoever it is, who, even with my absolute best, to try and elude, delude his, or remove his confusion around that this post has absolutely nothing to do with me coercing him into suicide. I'm saying that that is what happens to people and that's what some people choose. I never once encouraged him to do that. I didn't say, okay, go ahead and check out. Right? That was just, that's, that's the example of what some people do. The larger point was that we don't search for easy things in life. It's completely unrelated, but he's chosen not to see that and he's chosen to get buried down in his perception, right, into his bias and fine. I uh, don't hold it against him. But am I, do I want to spend any more time in my mental space talking with someone like this who's narrow-minded, unwilling to open up and see the larger point? Of course not. Of course not. Why would I spend any, time, any more time thinking about it? I wouldn't, I wouldn't even attempt to respond to his future to those responses because I've already said what needs to be said. He's chosen now not to see that. And that's his choice. And I don't hold him against him. That's just where he's at in life or her, whoever it is at their time in life right now. But to the point of your question and to this parts in the machine, the best way to operate within the machine is to not be exposed to that, to people like that. Now, there are, there's, there's much, much worse versions of that, much, much more hateful, negative stuff, especially on YouTube. Uh, but you just don't expose yourself to that as much as possible. The people you follow, the people you connect with, you make sure they're of the highest quality. And that I would rather higher quality in fewer than lesser quality in more. I would rather you keep your experience within the machine with just a few very high quality gems than a whole bunch of very subpar 
you know, where you're just constantly being exposed to low level thinking, low consciousness thinking, narrow minded, right, and unwilling to express and to to get into dialogue, etc., and to be positive and supportive of things. If they're not going to be that, then you don't need to entertain with that. This is part of my. This is part of what I do. I've accepted a certain amount of having to deal with things like that. I normally don't even respond to people like that. But I just want to give you a real example there of that. Uh, with this to your thing of that, you don't want to detach from social networks of life. I think you would benefit from it. <laughs> Absolutely. And I try and do it as much as I can. I, at the beginning of the year, I did detach from all social networks for an entire month. I think it's something we all regularly need to do. But if you want to be in the machine, you want to be in the world of the cities, choose the best building. Choose to work at the best building of in that city. Choose to use the best parts and that'll sort you out. All right, well, that's the best way. That's the best way of harmonizing it because then at least you're not being exposed to such a toxic behavior, okay? Thanks for a very well-written out question though. Okay, here we go. We've got five minutes to go, my friends. So we'll... <clears throat> we'll get as many questions as we can after this. I'll try and go a little more rapid fire. That was pretty in-depth. That was an in-depth question. It's a very well-written out question. Okay, let me see if I missed any questions here. Just going down through this chat. I, again, I really wanted to thank you guys for your engagement uh, in those questions I asked you. It was really good. You guys were really on point with that. Um Oh, yeah, so so moving down below that, Ray had attempted to send me an article, however, didn't come through. Ski had said the reason to start, in quotes, pick up, end quotes, is to get out of it. Pick up is the first 10% with a question mark. No question mark needed. On point. On point, Ski. On point, that's 100%. Right? I've, he's got two of my core principles right there. We don't get into pick up so that we stay in pick up. Pick up is only the first 10%. And listen to that inspirational story that I, my guy had written out, uh, sent me. That's like it's just the epitome of all these lessons you guys are dropping and all these concepts I've been given. That's why in that initial podcast on how to deal with long-distance relationships, which I did an entire podcast on that one message that that guy sent, I actually almost started crying at the end of it. I had a tear. I think I had a legitimate tear the first time I read that. It was incredible. Definitely worth going back to if you guys ever have a moment. Okay, so the next one going down was Ramia. Rami's up in here saying, out of... Missed being live. Fire content as always. Dropping some flames and some prayers. Good to have you here, Rami. It's been a while since I've seen you, actually. Hope you're doing well. Actually, Rami, I don't even know what country you're from or what city you're from. If you're still in this chat, let me know. Something I should have asked a long time ago. Rami's been supporting this channel for a long time. Uh, Johnny Nguyen says, At Rami, definitely watch the first 30. You missed a fire story. Yeah, on point, Johnny. On point. Uh, Kevin Wu up in here saying, At Johnny Nguyen, love your energy. Yeah, loving it, boys. Loving it. See, luck, that's what I'm talking about. That right there, that's an exchange you want to be around. Like where two, three guys like being positive and supportive and supporting each other, right? And then when you compare that to the type of comments that this guy was sending me here, it's like you can see that there's not all parts are created equally in this machine. Not everyone's operating on the same level. Some people are operating on very low level. Some people are operating on a high level. A few of you guys up in this chat operating on a higher level. Uh, <clears throat> at Johnny, at Johnny says, at Kevin, thanks for the positive vibes. Yes, sir. Uh, Luck comes in saying, Adam, I remember you saying in quotes, you don't switch on because it's pickup. 
you switch on because it's life. End quotes. Yes, like, what a memory. And this is that. That's the point where you always switched on. So that was in reference to the part two question. Just fucking nailed it, lads. Like you nailed it, but you're all nailed it. <clears throat> yeah, that was in the <clears throat> How to Become a True Alpha Masculine After a Boot Camp in New York, where I said that you you don't you don't switch on because it's the dime piece in Union Square. You switch on. I, I've always been switched on. You switch on because it's life, right? That's the way we view this. Uh, moving on, moving on down here. Just got a few more minutes here, so I'll answer any more rapid questions I may have missed. Uh, in Kevin says, in quotes, lucky, end quotes, discrediting the struggles and efforts. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of that luck word. I'm not a big fan of the word luck. Uh, luck is the word that mediocre people use to describe people who have been preparing and people that have been earnestly working their entire lives. Anyways, uh, Fresh to Death says, if you don't have one already, can you do a podcast on an overview of introduction, qualification, investment, close? Hmm. I have individual videos on all of them. I'm not sure I have an entire video on one of them. Do I? Do I, guys? I don't think I do. Um, otherwise, you can find the individual ones. But eh, maybe. I'll give you a maybe on that because it's not really the type of content I'm trying to make anymore. But otherwise, you can always pick up my ebook. I mean, of course, that's a paid piece of content, but that's all there. You don't have to. But otherwise, there are free videos on each individual thing. So you can get that. Uh, Kevin Wu at Fresh to Death. Adam's got a fire ebook. Hey, Kevin, coming in there. Highly recommend. Thank you very much, Kevin. Appreciate that. Um, Navai, Navai says, bro, I have a question, uh, which was, okay, it doesn't get dropped down below. Ray says, cheers, Adam. Always happy to support your fire content. Thank you, Ray. Really appreciate it. Uh, Ali Aesthetics comes in saying, I like that haircut, bro. Thank you, Ali. Just got shaved yesterday. Appreciate it. Uh, Novai comes in with his question now saying, and this will be the last, the last question I can answer because i got to dip out now, guys. But he says, how can I remain a girl? What? It's not correct English. How can I remain a girl? Attraction to me. Okay, I think he means how can I have a girl, girl's attraction. How can, it's just all over the shop, isn't it? How, you can't you just interpret it. How can I remain a girl? How can I keep a girl's attraction to me? I think is what he's trying to say. If she is texting me every day, also at the same time, I don't want to ignore her too much so I don't turn her off. What do you think? Okay, so your question is very not, not, not well written out, but thank you for sending the question. Maybe thinking about it a little bit more next time. But to the point of what you're saying is that we're talking about push-pull here. I talked about push-pull in the key, the podcast, Secret to an Amazing Date. Uh, it's probably about five back now. I talk about push-pull. You can even, it's slightly later in the podcast, but you can check it out in the timestamps of the podcast, YouTube description. I put timestamps of all the uh, key things. It takes a couple, day, a couple of days to appear, but going back, they should be there. And I talk about push-pull a lot. And that's what you need to get your head wrapped around Novi is push-pull, which is that you should be the last, sorry, she should be the last person in that text thread and you should only be responding for logistics if you are pre-casual relationship. And even if you're actually, I'll, I'll extend it beyond that. If you are pre-closed and lock relationship 
and don't have a long-standing casual, right? That your texting should be primarily logistics and that you should not be entertaining a long, verbose story time with a girl over text, right? The texting is just a bridge to see her again. That's it, okay? And that your attraction will only be boosted by you showing your indifference to needing her to message you, right? It works the opposite. That's what Mr. Nice Guys do. They text too much, lose the attraction. So finish that up. Alexander 100 Bob, what a username, says, is it socially acceptable to call my black girlfriend the N-word? What type of question is this? What type of social Q&A are we doing? I never thought this show would become this. This has become a fucking racist politics session. This is what this is. Uh, it's just out of fucking left field. That's what I'm talking about. Um, is it socially acceptable to call my black girlfriend the N-word? I don't fucking know. How are you going to ask me that question? How are you going to ask me that question? Oh, man. I am not black. No, sir. I am not black. Sir. I do not qualify to answer this question. <coughs> I'm certainly not your black girlfriend either. So I think you need to ask her. I think you need to ask her. I think asking old Adam here is stepping beyond it. I know my lanes. I've got a few lanes. This is not one of them. This is certainly not one of them. I mean, at some stage, if you go into ancestry, I have some black in, we all have some black in us. We all descend from the same race of human beings going back that originated in sub-Saharan Africa. All right? We're all from Africa. We all have some African in us. I just don't think, I think it's, uh, I think it's, uh, it's too far gone for me though. It's too far gone for me to claim that card. <laughs> yeah, I can't walk around calling people the N-word uh, just because thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago i had one ancestor who was in africa so don't be asking me these questions okay um <laughs> comment what uh, we've got over time here so i gotta wrap this up hold on <coughs> comment warlock says how do i get a girlfriend i want a girlfriend okay i'm not gonna be able to answer that in this time and actually well actually i can comment rewatch this entire story this entire podcast this entire podcast is for you uh ski dropped in a $2.99 australian super chat with the flame Oh, what a way to wrap up this session. Thank you, Ski. I really appreciate that. Just go supporting this channel. And uh, Ski's been a great... Uh, he's a, Ski is a how's it going, mate, yep kind of guy. <laughs> he probably knows what that means. But uh, I'm really grateful, man. And I hope you're doing well down there in Melbs. Uh, Luck says, I appreciate the wisdom, Adam. Thank you with the prayer sign. And that, my friends, wraps up this social Q&A. Uh, if you haven't already, just hit that thumbs up before you leave. I'd appreciate that. If you're listening to this on the podcast, Spotify, Apple, etc., Drop any comments in the YouTube chat box be- uh, description comment box below. Comment box below, that's right. And I'll come back afterwards because this session was based on a comment that was dropped on the last session. So don't think I don't come back. I do. Uh, and yeah, of course, sign up to the Bowl Sip weekly AMR newsletter because that guided meditation is coming out next week. Free articles as well, all that good shit. So thanks for being here, my friends. I'll catch you in the next one. Much peace and much joy. Thank you very much, my friends, for diving into this episode of Social Q&A Live. I'd love to have you in the live sessions, actually. So if you can make it, generally speaking, most Fridays at 10 a.m. Australian Central Daylight Time, which is just Adelaide, South Australia. For the foreseeable future, you can join in on these live sessions 
and get your questions answered live. The best place to connect with me outside of these podcasts and outside of YouTube is on Instagram at uitang1, spelt O-O-I-T-A-N-G-1. Slide me any DMs there, personal context. You can also shoot me an email at boldoja.com, which is, of course, what this podcast is brought to you by. If you guys would like to pick up my ebook, Crash Course Kick-Ass Day Game, book one-on-one Skype coaching, or go for that deeper level, Day Game Foundations Bootcamp, all available to you by boldoja.com. And finally, if you would like to send a little something back and just support this channel, support this podcast and everything that I'm doing here, you can do so by donating through the PayPal link, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, or also directly through boldojo.com In the Boldojo podcast section, there's a donate link right at the top there. Anything that you guys do send, it goes straight back to this channel and everything I'm doing. So I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And this, my friends, is where I shall leave you. Until next time. On Dragon Ball. No, not on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Wishing you the best of your lives. Much peace and much joy.